This episode of the Jcast is brought to you by no one. The Jcast. The day is September 21st, 2020, and this is the episode number one of the Jcast. Now, if you guys are following me or you don't, you know who I am, I did do this a while ago. Um, I had this podcast where I would just go over sports, um, whatever was happening then and now. Um, that is kind of what I would go over, and that's kind of what this is going to be. Um, I very much want to keep this at a very much a conversational level. I don't want it to be too statistical. I don't want it to be analytical. I don't want it to be anecdotal either. You know, I kind of want it to be um, just simply having a conversation with the listeners, with the viewers, um, depending on how we do this. Um, so if you guys are new to this, if you guys don't know who I am, let me talk over myself just for a minute. Um, my name is Jaden Sormani. I have a YouTube channel um, where I go over the NFL mostly. I dabbled in the NBA department as well. Um, me, myself, I am a big um, New York Giants fan. I'm a New York Knicks fan. Um, I'm a Manchester United fan, if you guys follow Premier League soccer. Um, I feel like, oh, I'm a Yankees fan as well. I was going to say I feel like I'm missing a team. Um, but, yeah, NFL, NBA are definitely my main ones. Um, soccer is probably third on that list. Um but yeah, I, I definitely I follow the NFL the most. I love the draft process. Um, I'm absolutely fascinated by it for every league, but most mostly the NFL. Um, just everything involved with the combine and everything leading up to it. That's my favorite thing. So um, about almost a year ago now, I started a YouTube channel where I just wanted to do my own mock draft. And um, the initial video I did it was a Christmas mock draft. I released it on Christmas, and it got a lot of a lot of attention. And my subscribers went up really fast and things were, were going well. So um, I decided to keep pursuing this YouTube dream. And it's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's a pipe dream, but um, we're going to keep doing the most for it. So I'm going to be starting this podcast now. I'm going to keep it up as much as I can. Um, I hope to get a consensus schedule uh, the more and more I um, see what this is kind of going to get to. But overall, this is kind of what we're going to be doing. It's going to be a conversation, um, just kind of talking about things, my reactions, my um, insight and you guys can react to it how you do. I, I hope to be able to communicate with um, the listeners of this. Um, I'm working on figuring out how to get this on different platforms. So you might be listening to this on Spotify. You might be listening to this on Apple Music or iTunes or whatever it would be. Apple Podcast, I guess, is what it would be, not Apple Music. Um, and then probably on YouTube as well, um, as I do love to upload everything I do to my YouTube channel. Um, but Last but not least, um, I just want to say thank you for listening. If you guys did find this, please be sure to share it, um, like it wherever you are. Um, anything you can do to get the, the word out there is it's definitely going to be something fun that I'm going to be working to keep up and pursue um, as well as the YouTube channel. So without further ado, we're going to get it started right here. So like I said, thank you so much for joining us here um or joining me here as this is going to be a crazy one we two just happened in the nfl and that's pretty much all we're going to be talking about today um specifically the injuries now everyone knows what was happening yesterday with the injuries as it just seemed like left and right not even just players but notable players were getting injured um in horrible horrible incidents um so we're pretty much just going to go over here um we're going to go over the players that got injured we're going to go over kind of players that could replace them players that are going to get more workloads because of the situations they're in um more and more on that um i hope i don't miss anybody so if, if i do please be sure to let me know in whatever way you can 
Um, like I said, of course, if you guys are enjoying this or are ready to enjoy this podcast for however long we keep it running, um, please be sure to share it with your friends and like it, um, upvote it, wherever, whatever you can do to support it. So I think the first thing I want to talk about here is something that was obviously near and dear to my heart yesterday was um, Saquon Barkley. So Saquon Barkley, he was going to the right side. He kind of bounced outside, and you saw something kind of not be right. It was kind of something with his knee. Um, he tried to push off. I forgot the defender. I think it was Eddie Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. But um, he tried to kind of push him off, like stiff arm him off, because he was obviously hurting, and he ended up getting tackled. And right away, he threw his helmet off, and he was on the ground, and you knew it wasn't going to be good. Um, he was already kind of looking banged up that that game, um, so it was kind of weird. Um, it wasn't like, okay, this is going to be something crazy. You know, it just seemed like he was already banged up. Maybe he just furthered it. Um, he couldn't put any power on his right leg. Um, I think Joe Judge and then some other trainer who was a lot shorter than Saquon and Judge um, was going to help him, which was kind of uh, funny to see. But you saw Saquon go to the sideline, and the scary thing is I was talking with my brother about it. Um, we have a giant fantasy football group chat that we um, do every year. And I talk, I was like, okay, like Saquon, he's sitting on the sideline. He doesn't look hurt at all. His face is like straight face, like it's whatever. And my brother, he tells me, he's like, that's the scariest thing is because that's exactly what Clay Thompson did um, last year in the finals. And he's like, and that was an ACL. And I was like, damn, you're right. Because if you guys don't remember, Clay Thompson um, last year in the finals, he left, he left the, 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 what do you call it? He started walking down the hallway and then he came back came out, shot his free throws, started going down the court, tried to play, and then they did a foul and they let him leave and comes out, torn ACL. He hasn't, he didn't even play a game this whole season. Um, so it, it definitely, ACL is one of those things where like it might not feel like pain, but something's very much messed up and it is a very long recovery time. So Saquon Barkley's season's over. Um, point blank, there's nothing that you can do about it. His season is over. There's no way he can return. You know, last year he had that ankle sprain, the high ankle sprain that's supposed to keep him out for four to eight weeks. He was back in two. Um, it's not one of those. He's out for the season. He might even go into next year um, not healthy. So th- this is something that definitely is going to worry some. So let's let's do some of the trickle down effects. Let's see kind of what um, what is kind of the impact of this. So the immediate impact is obviously Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman are going to have a huge uh, role in this offense. Um, not only that is that Daniel Jones is going to be asked to do a lot more. Um, he's been asked to do a lot already this season because you know the only game Saquon played, he did not play well in. Um, and then obviously t- this last game, he barely had Saquon in it. Um, so he's already been asked to do a lot more than expected of a second year quarterback, um, especially with the team surrounding him. Um, but the, you look at what is, is the situation now, you're going to have to do a lot more. There's uh, reports that the Giants are bringing in Devontae Freeman for a workout this upcoming week. Um, so to see if there's going to be any anything forming there. Um, Gettleman has said multiple, multiple times for the Giants that he sets aside usually around $20 million. Um, he tries to save around $20 million each season because you never know who's going to be available. You never know what's going to be the situation. So we've seen it year in, year out. Um, players become available. Jamal Adams, um, Jalen Ramsey, you know, these high-quality players, and a lot of teams just don't have the funds to um, go after them, sign them, or trade them, or whatever it is. So with that money there, that getting a guy like Devontae Freeman, who you know is a proven running back, you don't have to give him the backfield to himself right away. You can still have Deion Lewis out there. You can still have Wayne Gallman out there, at least for a while. Um, I think it's a very solid thought. I think it's a, a good thing for the Giants if they were to do that. And with how the NFC East is kind of playing this year, I think it's the best-case scenario. The NFC East is not a good division. You know, um, The Cowboys won that game due to negligence from the Falcons' um, side. That really wasn't... That really wasn't the Cowboys' plan. You know, the Cowboys were not a team that should have won that game. They were pretty much caught out 
um, the Falcons have really just ruined a lot of it. And that's that's the the tough part. You look at what the Washington football team did. You know, week one, they look like a pretty solid team. You know, the Eagles just don't look like a solid team right now. And I think that's just due to a multitude of things. I think overrating um, Carson Wentz is, is one of those things. I think that when you look at Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson's one of those coaches where he was – in one of those, you know, I think that Eagles season was a fairy tale season. It got Philadelphia their trophy that they've ever so wanted. Um, it was huge for for the city of Philadelphia, for the fans, for the team. But since then, they really have underachieved. You know, they've made the playoffs. Don't get me wrong, but it was more or less even more underachieving from Dallas and a horrible division. So when you look at Philadelphia, you don't see a team that is going to be a contender. At least I don't see that especially because Rager's not looking like the super stud um, that they took in the first round. Deshaun Jackson, I had him as a comeback player of the year. He had a pretty solid game this last week, but we're going to have to see more from him. Ertz and Goddard, you know, they, they're solid. Wentz really hasn't played up to par. The defense hasn't played up to par. You really just don't see that out of them. The Giants are obviously in a situation where they are. Um, the Cowboys, like I said, whatever. And then the Washington football team, we saw what they actually are against the Cardinals. And that's really where we're at with the NFC East. It's pretty much a division where we're going to send somebody with seven wins to the playoffs, and the Giants are still in that contention. So if they really believe in that contention, they want to go sign Devontae Freeman, who is a guy who will run hard, you know, especially because he's out of the league right now. He's a guy who's going to run hard, and I think that that is a huge thing for the Giants to be able to do. Um, I also think that they should be looking at trade contenders, you know. There's a lot of teams either with veteran guys. Maybe you look at uh, Baltimore, see if they're willing to move Mark Ingram for a price. I think that would be solid because there's some there's something that needs to be a compliment to Saquon beyond this season. If I think would be the best case, but if not, you know you you got to spend some draft capital next year on a running back because Saquon is looking like his durability is going to be in question for his career because that's two years in a row out of his three years where he's had a significant injury and that's going to be a tough thing to bounce back from. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I got to say about the Saquon Barkley situation. You know, ACLs are a horrible thing. Um, you know, there's really nothing you can do about it. ACLs and Achilles are, are horrible, horrible. Um, my friend and I, Griffin, back when we had our fantasy football podcast um, and our radio show, show at the same time, we used to have a thing where we called it the ACL list. At the end of the season, we talk about how many people had torn their ACLs, and the list was always above 20. It was a horrible thing to see. Um, it's a horrible part of football. It's part of the game, and it's a it's a very shitty part, man. It, it does suck. Um yeah, that's pretty much all I can say about the the Saquon Barkley situation. I pray for his recovery. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. Hopefully, the Giants are able to figure it out and bounce back from it. Obviously, Saquon wasn't having the best year, so at this moment in time, replacing him doesn't seem like it would be a big deal, but that is the arguably best running back in the NFL when healthy. Um, you got to look at replacing him as soon as you can or looking towards the next year, and that's something that's a tough thing to do, especially when it's only week two. Another guy that um, in division was hurt on Sunday was a very um I don't want to say he's a very big deal for this team but he's not a sexy position um say the least but he is one of the better players at his position and that is Brandon Sheriff um Brandon Sheriff he left with a knee injury it's not looking good um we're gonna see what is going to come out of it um you look at what the Washington team was able to do week one against the Eagles I think that was a very big a very big step for this team, especially with the offseason that they had to come out and win week one. Uh, then when you look at what they did against the Cardinals, the Cardinals just were not giving up a win. The Cardinals are a 2-0 team. They're my team to win the division. Um, so that's definitely something they need to look at. But when I'm recording this, it's like 10, 20 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. It's not looking good for the Washington team. 
Brandon Sheriff is definitely somebody that has dealt with injuries for a long time. He's pretty much their best offensive lineman at this point in time. So when you look at what Washington needs to do, I think that they need to look towards, you know, finding some help there. Um, but when you look at what the team is at right now, they're not looking like a team that's going to compete this year. So it might just be something that you kind of just move on and you deal with the ways that you can. Then you look at more injuries that happened. Um, man, it was an insane thing. I guess the the next person I, I want to talk about is pretty much the whole 49ers team. So Nick Bosa, rookie of the year last year, Pro Bowl last year, was an absolute monster. He tore his ACL. Um, he's gone for the season as well. And I think they're having another MRI to make confirm it, but it's most likely he's, he's done for this year. Um, same thing as Saquon Barkley. They're looking to bring in Ziggy Ansah which would help out a lot. Hopefully D Ford comes back soon because he's been on, um, he's been injured. He's been scratched the past few weeks. So they definitely need edge help to go from a team last year. Who's genuinely riding their, their front line to the super bowl. Um, you look at Nick Bosa, he's gone. You look at, um, what's his name? Not Eric Armstead. Um, DeForest Buckner is now on the Indianapolis Colts. Eric Armstead is still there. Solomon Thomas ended up getting Carter off the field, um, with a knee injury as well. I don't have the insight on that right now. Um, I will check, but I just don't think that this is a very solid team right now. Um, they're not looking good from the first two weeks. I didn't really pick. I think I might have picked them to slide into the playoffs with everyone healthy, but with them getting hurt, it's not looking good. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play in the second half. He had a high ankle sprain. Uh, you look at what that does. Last year, Saquon was able to bounce back from that in a couple of weeks. It looks like Michael Thomas is going to be able to bounce back from that next week, but it's going to be tough. You know, they're going to have to play Nick Mullins most likely. Um, who has played a full season with the the Niners, you know, like starting. So it's not a horrible backup to have, but it definitely is going to hurt this team a lot, especially with the Niners going to play. I mean, they have a good start. I think they're playing the Giants this next week, um, which is going to be, you know, it's very winnable for the Giants. It's not looking good for the Niners, but if you're in the Niners, you're looking at a Giants team who is also dealing with injuries, and you're very happy that you're going to be dealing with that because that's at least something that could provide hope. But if you don't have your starting quarterback, if you don't have your star edge rusher, if you don't have your starting running back who has an MCL sprain, and they're going to have more tests on Monday going through to see how long it's going to keep him out, but your starting running back, Moster, who has had an amazing start to his 2020 campaign, that is going to be a tough game to win. Um, we also saw Tevin Coleman leave the game with a knee injury. And like I said, Tom Thomas is also hurt. So a lot of injuries in the Bay Area. We'll see a big uptick for Jarek McKinnon, who is also known to have injuries. I mean, he's been out the past two seasons with injuries. So now that he's back on the field healthy, it is cool to see. But this is a guy who is going to be hard to trust him in the backfield. You already are dealing with Debo Samuel on the IR. Uh, Brandon Ayuk just got off of the injured uh, list to play last year or last week. It, it definitely is something happening it might be the the air in the bay area right now with everything happening but it does seem like it's going to be a tough one now we look at the indianapolis colts here malik hooker torn achilles uh he's gonna be gone for the season that's his season and paris campbell thankfully did not tear his acl which was the fear um he did get carted off but he he he's gonna be hurt he's gonna be hurt for a while you're gonna look to michael pittman to get more Looks You're going to see T.Y. Hilton getting more looks. But overall, I think this is going to be more of a Jonathan Taylor offense. We saw them get, we saw them use Taylor a lot more week two than they did week one. His ability to catch the ball, his ability to go down the field, um, use, his, use his strength, use his speed to go right through the hole. I think that this is a very solid thing for the Colts to have with, uh, with Phillip Rivers at the helm. You know, anytime a receiver is lost, it's definitely a big loss. Um, thankfully, he's not Terry's ACL. But you're going to need Philip Rivers to be using that. It's going to be more of a round and pound with that offensive line. You're definitely going to need to be using Jonathan Taylor a lot more than 
I guess was expected of him when draft night happened and they took him. But huge, huge hurt to the Colts. This is very reminiscent of Bob Sanders. Um, Willie Cooker is an absolute monster when he's playing. He's had some insane highlights. The problem is he's just never healthy. We saw that with Bob Sanders in his career as well, the colonel. Um, he was able to do a lot when he was on the field. He was one of the best safeties on the field. But when you look at he was rarely on the field, and that does suck. So Colts fans, I'm holding out for you. I really hope that this team can turn it around. They had a good game yesterday. Um, I really want them to keep succeeding. So this is a big loss, but hopefully they can bounce back from it. Broncos are out without Drew Locke. Um, I think it's for at least a, a couple weeks, I think is what it is. They said like two to four weeks or something like that. Uh, when you look at what that's going to do for this team, it's going to absolutely decimate them. They're already a young team. They were thriving with Drew Locke. I think that was kind of the expectation was that Drew Locke was really going to be this um, huge, huge, not predecessor, but he was going to be this new young quarterback for the Broncos when they've tried so many, you know, Simeon, Lynch, um, Keenum, they've, they've had so many quarterbacks since the Peyton Manning era. Locke really has been the answer for them, and he's looked good. Uh, but he came out with a, sh- a right shoulder injury against the Steelers yesterday, and he did not come back in. It was Driscoll time, um, and it looks like it's going to be Driscoll time for a couple more weeks. And not only is Driscoll going to be out there, but he's going to be throwing to Jerry Judy a lot more because Cortland Sutton also was hurt with a knee injury. He's been hurt the past few weeks as well. He really hasn't been himself, so it's going to be a while until we can find out if he's actually going to you know, use this if he's going to use this time to recover or if he's going to try and get back out there as soon as possible. I think that if I'm the Broncos and I'm looking at Drew Locke hurt, I'm looking at Sutton already being hurt and then exiting the game early with knee injury. And he's there was also cramping as well. I think this is just a time where you say Sutton, like take a week, take two weeks. You know, when Locke comes back, we'll reevaluate you. But right now, let's not risk it. Let's not put Sutton out there in a, in a terrible situation. I really just don't think that that would be the best case for him. It does suck, but you you look at it um, from there. Chris McCaffrey, Carolina Panthers. Obviously, a lot of people are probably already thinking about this one too. He left early against the Buccaneers, ankle injury. Um, they said that it's not going to be too serious. He's going to have an MRI on Monday as well. But when you look at what happened, um, I, I just I don't think that it's going to be a, a one week or two week injury. I think right now the belief is that he's going to miss at least two to four weeks as well. Uh, you look at. Uh, Mike Davis, he's going to be stepping in there. He's going to have a big role. This team is fun to watch, man. Teddy B, I'm glad he's out there. Um, the receiving core is very good, which is going to help him out. But Christian McCaffrey is the most electrifying player in the NFL at this moment in time, uh, at least in my personal opinion. So to lose him out for this Carolina team, who is in a very tough division, it's going to hurt them a lot. You pray that he comes back, he bounces back, and can come back to his perfect form. But right now, it's, it's looking kind of hard. Um, they have Mike Davis. They should look at a guy like Devontae Freeman as well. Maybe look for another free agent running back. I'm not really sure who else is out there off the top of my head, but I think that getting somebody in there might just help out the backfield unless you really trust Mike Davis. Mike Davis is a very much a solid running back um, in the health department. He really hasn't m- missed any time, which does help out a lot. Uh, another thing um, I did forget to talk about earlier with the Giants was Sterling Shepard left with toe injury. Um, I did forget to touch on that. I don't think it's going to be too serious. They have Tate. They have Slayton. Tate just came off an injury. Uh, other than that, you know, the, there's not much receiver depth, so it's going to hurt if Shepard's not there. But hopefully they're holding out that Shepard's not going to be missing too much time. But we saw last year with Devontae Adams, a toe injury can really nag for over eight weeks, um, which does tend to be a horrible, a horrible spot to be in for any team, um, especially a team like the Giants who are already missing a lot. Then we go over to the Los Angeles Chargers. They 
we saw a, a Justin Herbert led Chargers yesterday who almost take out the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs game was overtime it was a fun game Justin Herbert was looking like he was having a blast he had a very solid game as well uh, but the confusion was why he was out there because Tyrod was is the starter he was named the starter pretty much for the season and uh, he had a chest injury apparently before kickoff he went to a local hospital and they evaluated him they said he had dis- he was having difficulty breathing they let him go last night which is good to hear um, they're going to reevaluate him soon, see where he's at. But it's looking like they might be without Tyrod for at least another week. But they've already come out and said, Anthony Lynn has already come out and said, when Tyrod is back, he is our starting quarterback. Tyrod is the starting quarterback for this team. This could be a situation where the rookie has, is able to shine. They bring Tyrod back and maybe, hey, maybe he's not playing as up to par as they th- th- they'd hope. And then you throw Herbert back in there. We saw that last year. Um with Gardner Minshew and Nick Foles. Nick Foles, it was Nick Foles' job once he came back from injury, even though Minshew was playing great, they threw Nick Foles out there, and then halfway through the game, they realized, man, let's put Minshew back out here. He definitely has the team um, on his back, and now look at Minshew. He's balling out for them this year. You look at another guy, and we just talked about him again with his toe last year. Devontae Adams this year has a hamstring injury. Um, He did not come back to the game after he was injured with the Lions. We're not sure what's going to happen with him, we're hoping that, obviously, you get a guy like Devontae Adams back who is a top player in the NFL. But if not, Valdez Scantling, um, Lazard are going to be able to hold down that receiving core. They're very much talked down upon, but I think that those are two very solid receivers to have as complementaries to Devontae Adams. Uh, they definitely could use another receiver. They might look at a guy like an Antonio Brown or a Des Bryant, a veteran guy, or they could just look for another young guy off of a uh, waiver wire or off of a free agency, maybe a UDFA or somebody like that. That could definitely help out. Corey Lindsley, their center, also left early with a hand injury. We'll have to see what that is. But this is a team that genuinely does have a great offensive line, so that could be a big loss for them as well. Um, obviously, Bulag is not there. Obviously, without Lindsay, it would be a lot different um, looking at it. The Rams had two injuries in the running back department, Cam Akers and uh, Malcolm Brown. I, I'm thinking that they're probably both going to be back. Um, Akers had a rim, rim injury in the first quarter. He didn't come back. Um, I think that Malcolm Brown should be back for next week at the least, but Daryl Henderson is definitely somebody you want to look at, especially because of what um, has been transpiring in L.A. You know, they're, they're definitely using their running backs a lot more than we thought, uh, which definitely is something to look at. Other than that, um, I think those are pretty much the biggest names that have been out. I mean, John Harbaugh um, came out. Tavon Young, corner, has suffered a season-ending knee injury. Uh, Tavon Young was a very good corner for a long time. Uh, He kind of has fallen down and down in the depth chart. As we've seen guys like Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters and stuff rise up. So it's definitely something different um, for Tavon Young. It's not as big of a loss for the Ravens, but obviously you, you pray for his speedy recovery as quick as he can. Um, guys that you're going to want to look at, though, because of all these injuries, man, like I said, I think that the guy to look out for is uh, Devontae Freeman. You know, he stayed a free agent. We're week two into it. Hopefully, he's been working out and doing well. Um, but this is a guy who, with a lot of teams getting injuries, this is a guy that you're going to want to look at. You're going to want to see what he can do. Um, you have a, a guy in Corey Davis for the Titans where A.J. Brown's been dealing with a knee injury. I think that he'll be healthy. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. But Corey Davis is a guy who is looking to have a bigger role. He's the number four overall pick, I think it was, a couple like five years ago at this point, four years ago. Uh, so it's definitely going to be something for him. Um, I think another guy to look at right now is you look at what – sorry, you look at what the 49ers are talking about. Um, we already talked about their injuries, but Kittle has also been hurt. And we don't. I think that he'll probably be back, but you never know. Jordan Reed had an amazing game for them. I think that it's definitely something to look at, especially with 
how good Jordan Reed played. It's just so hard to look at Jordan Reed and think that it's going to be good um, just because of the fact that he has dealt with injuries his whole life, especially concussions. So I think it's going to be hard for you know people to trust that Jordan Reed can be this answer at tight end while Kittle's gone. But luckily, you think Kittle's probably going to be back one or two weeks. So I think that that is the best case scenario for him. I think that Reed should be healthy enough to follow that out. Uh, other than that, if I'm not missing anything, I think that that is most of the injuries. Um, it was a very fun Sunday. Uh, I think that there was a lot to get done. Um, I think that I think that this was a very big wake-up call to a lot of teams. Um, injuries are still a part of the NFL, very much so. And you got to make sure your, your players are right. They're eating right. They're conditioning well because this is a this is a different league. It's a different year than we, we're normal we're normally having. You know, this is not the same thing that you're used to having uh with covid with fans slowly entering the arena uh, masks everywhere and it's a very different year so i think that this is going to be a very fun year still i think that even with these losses you know we've had this every year we just hope that these players have a speed recovery um so again i think that i think everything that we talked about with the injury so far is going to be solid um, we'll kind of figure it out we'll touch up on it more on the next episode um, kind of look back at what has happened since then, give some updates, and go from there. So if you guys did enjoy this podcast, like I said before, please be sure to leave a like, upvote, whatever you can, share with your friends. Um, I definitely want to keep this going consistently. I'm not going to have myself set to a schedule just yet. Um, once I figure out how I want to lay it out, I'm definitely going to set up that schedule and relay it to you guys, of course. Um, if you do want more of me, if you guys liked or enjoyed what you're seeing, first of all, thank you so much. Go ahead and check out the YouTube channel, Jaden Swamani YouTube. Um, there's a lot of NFL content there. There's NBA content. There's Madden content. There's definitely anything that you'd want there. Um, so make sure to check that out as well. Again, appreciate you guys for listening. I am expecting this to become a normal thing. So if you guys did enjoy this, again, just leave those upvotes, share it. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time on the Jcast.